Tasters describe it as follows, resembling a raspberry Slurpee. Okay, I my guess is it probably tastes like marketing, okay? <laughs> I want to know... Slurpee was a man who thought he was a loner, but he knew it couldn't last, especially because he knew he was going to not only record, but then listen to episode number 167 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the Admiral of Austin, maybe even the Admiral of Authorship. A little tease there. We'll talk about <laughs> that in a second. Um, but my good pal, uh, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the heck are you? I am doing great. Uh, love to travel. Love to be home. You know, like it's it's that dichotomy of getting away, but but getting back to the level of comfort. And I always love it when you start serenading me with the Beatles. So that's uh, it's uh, that's a, that's a big win for me. So I'm doing well, buddy. How about you? Doing great. It, I I relate to exactly what you said when I you know we we go to Vegas every year for yeah. the PPAI Expo, and people always say, "Oh, you must be so excited to get to Vegas." I'm like, you know, here's the thing. I love going to Vegas but I love leaving there a lot more. <laughs> um, and so I, I completely get it. You know, sometimes and, and, you, know, you have to play a little airport roulette and that could become a game. And I was actually thinking about that. And that actually got me to thinking about something else, Kirby. <laughs> I'd like to start this fine broadcast off by playing a game. Okay. And I call this game Sassy Sage Supply Supplier Statements, okay? It's the four S's. Okay. Sassy Sage Supplier Statements. So I'm going to share some supplier... Yes, a, a lot of alliteration. Yeah. I'm going to share some Sage Supplier Ratings that are no more than a week old. These are little hot off the press, right out of the Sage oven. I can smell it still from here. <laughs> the house is just filled with the uh, olfactory delights that only Sage can provide with these statements for suppliers. No more than a week old, and I want you to guess the supplier. Are you ready? So I'm going to give okay. you four statements. You guess the supplier. All four yes. statements are for the same supplier. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, one of the best suppliers to work with. Yes. Number two, so easy to work with, and I have never had an issue with an order. Wow. Number three, always have smooth and efficient transactions. Number four, great, reliable, and helpful supplier. Kirby, for all the marbles, name that supplier. Hmm. I think that's got to be Evans, right? Kirby, you did it again. Yes. I cannot believe it. It's Evans. You, I'd love to give you a tangible prize because, of course, you're correct. However, I'm going to give you something even better. Okay. In fact, I'm about to give the entire distributor audience of our industry the best gift of all time, the peace of mind one only gets when working with Evans. As you heard from those amazing testimonials from, again, this past week, these are popping fresh. Yeah. Uh, Evans is so easy to work with that they give you full peace of mind because they have your back. And when you're ready to work with a supplier that gives you peace of mind, head over to evans-mfg.com. Get that peace of mind. Get that bakery fresh, safe feeling of working with a great supplier. All right, Kirby. We're all waiting. You have up front. But before you go, I okay. want to say something. Because you won't. Okay. Um, we're only a few days away from your book uh, oh, yeah. launched. The actual book drop date. Uh, so I wanted to let everybody know that's called Hitting the Target, correct? Hitting mm -hmm. the Target. Is that the name of it? That's right. Show the book real quick. 
We're going to talk about that more next week. So a little teaser there. But if you want some really cool special things that's revolving around the book launch, which is actually Monday, uh, September the 18th, go ahead and follow Sir, uh, Kirby socials, whether it's on Hassleman Marketing or Kirby himself. He's going to share some cool things about that. I'm saying that because he won't. Uh, he's too modest and I'm too much of a, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an entertainer and I'm you entertaining are. people with Kirby stuff today. Um, <laughs> You're too kind. But no, pay it. Pay attention to Kirby's socials next week. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it in depth next week after it's dropped. Yeah. But uh, pretty exciting times. And I know you're excited. But uh, too yeah, bad. Can't say anything. We're not going to talk about it. Kirby, <laughs> I bet you have up front today. I yeah. I bet I have a feeling I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, you might. Uh, so you, as you alluded to, I was in Austin this week, uh, got, got to Austin for the, uh, skew camp events. And I, I can't remember the number I've been to all of them except last year. Um, um, as you may recall, I couldn't go last year because my daughter got married the weekend right. leading up to it. So it was like, it takes a big thing for me to not go to one of these. Um, right. and so when it was good to kind of get back in the saddle, Austin is a really cool city and that was really great. Um, and it, my big challenge was like, okay, what topics could I bring up? Cause I have talked about this each year when I'm right. there. Sometimes we record it from there, all that stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. I can help if you want. I have a list of questions that might oh. help if that would help you. Actually, that's great. But if yeah. you've got that's unplanned, that's great. Sure. Yeah. Unplanned. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I'll ask these list of questions. This yes. is how, you know, we actually don't prepare for this. Thing. Yeah. Cause I didn't know this was um, happening. This is good. So I, 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 I think this might help, but then if there's anything we missed, I'd love you to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Love it. Question one. Did you run in the heat? It's a thousand degrees Kelvin. I did. In Austin. I did. did you run actually? In the heat? Okay. So one of my, one of my things whenever I go to a new city is I, the first thing I try to do is once I get unpacked, I go run. Uh, it was you, you joke. It was 110 degrees. It was one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I went for a run by the river. Yes, I did. And did you run by the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue as I, uh, suggested I didn't. You I'm sorry. I didn't make it there. Oh. I apologize. All right. You, 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 I, that's like the one thing I was supposed to do. That I didn't get done. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. I want to know the most memorable conversation you had with you and why it was the most memorable. Boy, that's a good one. Uh, uh, and hard to come up with. I think it's probably, so Tom Rowan, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. Tom. Uh, so oh, I know I, Tom very well. Tom Rowan from uh, Envision, such a brilliant guy. And, and you talk about a serial entrepreneur. He puts you and I combined with 15 other people to shame, but that guy's yeah. brilliant. Go ahead. Well, and he was the final speaker. Tom uh, talked about his uh, 109 mile race in yep. France. Uh, talked about lessons from that. And so I got a chance to he chat just with finished, him. Right? He, yeah, didn't he literally. just finish that like a week and a half ago? Correct. Yeah. Correct. He, he actually made a joke that at one point he was like 50 miles in and ready to quit. And he's like, Bobby's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> um, and so, so the idea that he is, you know, 1-800 t-shirts, he's um, an ultra runner, he has a brewery and he invests mm -hmm. in real estate. I'm like, we should really know each other. And so um, meeting Tom was, was an honor, just like it is with a lot of folks. Tom, Tom is such a nice guy. He runs Shirt Lab too, uh, also with Marshall right. Atkinson, which is how I know him. I've done a lot of uh, speaking on their behalf. Nice. And Tom's just a super, super great guy. All right, great. I love that. All right, Kirby. Most treasured piece of merchandise, because mm. we all know that the uh, SKU Camp swag kit is something that everybody is jealous over. I want to know what your favorite piece was. Who is the supplier? Why do you love it? 
Oh man. Okay. Can I give you more than one or do I have to just no. narrow it to one? No. One. Yes. You can give me more than one. Okay. So I, every year I don't do enough journals, but chameleon like does such a good job, like this 3d thing. That's and yeah. again, such perfect for the conference. Uh, it, uh, PCNA, uh, did, uh, a hydro flask. I'm not generally mm-hmm. like a, like a water bottle carrier yeah. or whatever. That thing is awesome. Uh, and then fine. I'd like t-shirt is my, always my favorite. I love the designs t-shirt tycoon. They work with common skew on those. So like yeah. I, I wore the t-shirt yesterday and I came home, gave my wife a hug and she gave me a hug and she said, man, that t-shirt soft. I swear to God. That's I, I, I believe it's the butter soft yeah. shirt. If I remember. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kirby, uh, biggest professional takeaway from the event. Oh man. Um, so I think that uh, I'll go with, and this is what, so we record this on Thursday at nine o'clock, then at 10 o'clock every Thursday, I have my sales meeting. So the uh, thing I'm going to talk to the team about is uh, Stephen Musgrave did a uh, session uh, on farming versus hunting in the sales world. Um, and it was really good, but his, he, he talked about five, three, and one asking good questions. It was a formula that you have to ask the five and I actually have to write them down, but it's like, you know, what color, how many, what's the logo, when do you need them? What's the budget, whatever those the five questions that you have to do to get the order done. Then he said three questions to add value. Who is this for? What do you want them to feel like? And he didn't necessarily give you the questions. It was just ask three right. more questions mm-hmm. and then one to build the relationship. Five, three, one. I thought that Love was it. brilliant. So that was probably the biggest, I've like, that's why I told Bobby right afterwards. I'm like, I'm, I, I can't get that one out of my head. That's awesome. Steven's such a great guy. That's, I love that. Okay. Um, biggest surprise of the event. What would surprise you the most? Biggest surprise of the event. I, you know, I'm always surprised by the level and I, and I shouldn't be because, you know, it's one of those things that if you've been to these events, you know that there's a level of collaboration um, and uh, sort of helpfulness and kindness of the group. It's not that I'm necessarily surprised by it, but it does always take me back. It, it, it I always go, yeah, that's right. That's why when they talk about this community, which is just a difficult word to say, um, that it, it, I'm, I'm reminded every time I go there yeah. and how they, you know, that there are people doing it different ways. Um, and it's. I think that's probably the big. big All right. Piece. Just a couple more. These are more fun. So okay. uh, the best meal you had in Texas, you know, I am a Texan. Uh, I miss the food there. What was your best meal you had in Texas? I'm going to guess it had something to do with tacos, some sort of uh, Tex-Mex. So no, I think the best. Or Whataburger. Meal, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was, they, they, they run a tight ship there, but I will say that the first day I got there, I went up and we, I did a little bit of bar hopping and I went to Cooper's barbecue. And I had brisket and and prime rib and and you know I'm a meat guy so there that was that was pretty good. Can't go wrong with Cooper. All right, love that. Your biggest personal takeaway of the event, Kirby. Biggest personal takeaway of the event, I think uh, from Tom's speech, he talked about in the middle of running a, an ultra like that that you have to mm-hmm. fill your mind with mantras that are positive so that you can out. Uh, out yell the negative voice that is inevitably going to come. Um, and I, that was one that, again, I'm like, okay, when you're living through difficult times, telling yourself that I'm going to, I'm going to survive this. I'm going to do well. This is going to be great. This is good for me, whatever it is. Um, I think that that's something that I, that was a really cool takeaway. 
Awesome. Did I miss anything else? Is there anything else you want to cover? Those that, that ends the Bill Petrie question run. Hey, though, you know what? It's funny because I made notes and I wasn't sure how I was going to get to them all. And you got to most of them. And uh, just just to take away that, like, literally, if I didn't mention you, it doesn't like we, it was awesome to meet a bunch of people out who who have such diverse kind of backgrounds and always good time to spend with with uh, David Schultz and Mandy Rudd. And lots of awesome. lots of conversations around promocations, you know. That's, that's oh happens. wow, great! Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your experience with Skew Camp. I had a lot of FOMO this week. I've gone to, I think, just about everyone. Mm-hmm. I missed last year's and this year's, but I think I've been to everyone's before then. Maybe I missed Brooklyn. So it's always a, a FOMO experience for me in listening to you talk about it. It's kind of cuts both ways. It, it <laughs> brings me into the event, yeah. but it also reminds me I wasn't there. Um, let's shift gears. Do you mind if we shift gears? Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing it. Kirby, I know how much you love a supplier special, especially when it's gorgeous blankets for the cold months ahead. Mm. No, you don't like the cold weather. You need to snuggle and cuddle. <laughs> maybe with me, maybe not. That's up to you. Yeah, that's absolutely. right, though. Our friends, that's right. That's right. Our friends over at Kanata have done it again. Less than EQP pricing on both the cabin throw and the cottage plaid. Now, these are gorgeous, gorgeous blankets. These little blankets your clients will absolutely talk about. Uh, they'll not even talk about it. They're going to use it for years and years to come. Only a 24-piece minimum and set of charges do apply, but this is a deal you'd be really foolish to miss. It's really, these blankets are absolutely gorgeous, and again, they're less than EQP. Head over to KanataPromo.com for all the details, but get on this offer. Get in on this offer. It ends Halloween, so awesome. and it's coming faster than we think, right? So get in these now. Yeah, so uh, head over to KanataPromo.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. All right, now, now it's my turn, finally, to talk about something. <laughs> Kirby, are you thirsty? A little, yeah. Okay. Would you like an AI generated soda? Uh I what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Coca-Cola has created an AI generated soda. Okay. Tell me more. I'm so curious. So it's they market it as the soda from the future, Kirby. And uh, so it's called Y3000, and they co-created it with artificial intelligence. Now, Coca-Cola okay. over the last couple of years have released limited edition okay. mystery soda flavors. We know right. this, right? This right. is part of that. The, creati- the Here's the creation process, Kirby. Researchers collected flavor preferences from customers looking for trends to understand what the future tastes like. That's like when I ask people <laughs> what the opposite of milk is. I yeah. don't understand the question. Yeah. Um, okay. But the data they received back for what the future tastes like was fed into a proprietary AI system to create a new flavor profile. Okay. Ah. All right. So, so they worked so, with them uh, to, to create the recipe. Okay. That makes sense. Correct. Makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they also asked AI to help design the artwork on the can. So it has a beachy neon purple vibe. Um, it's very similar to things I've been able to create in mid journey okay. um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so, Tasters describe it as follows, resembling a raspberry Slurpee. Okay, I my guess is it probably tastes like marketing. Okay, <laughs> I want to know what's the point of all this. I love what that. is. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, I know it's fine. I what's the point on this? I mean, it, here's the thing: 
AI is now the new buzzer. Whether artificial yep. intelligence is involved in something or not, I'm pretty sure, sure when I go to my local Kroger today and I'm looking at bread, I am sure I can get an AI-generated loaf of bread if I wanted to, sure. even though AI had nothing to do with it. So is using and leveraging the term AI or artificial intelligence, a, a does it help or does it hinder in marketing? Kirby? Uh what say you? Oh, I think it's not just marketing. I mean, I think I think the stock market will tell you this too, right? If you are you have something in your uh, mix that it points to AI, your stock goes up too. So um, I actually think this is fun. I, I I think this is a really good idea. I, I sometimes bang on Coke for being slow to uh, innovate. This to me is exactly the right thing for an organization to be doing, not only from a marketing perspective, but from a, a ideating perspective, um, like I. I don't know, like when you said an AI generated soda, I know that's the, that's the clickbait, right? That's the yeah. get you, get you going. But the idea of utilizing technology like this to kind yeah. of, kind of go with it, but then also to, to promote it. So I, and then the other mix yeah. of this is that they, they um, tied in feedback from their audience, which is the, like mm -hmm. kind of the a third pillar of this thing that I actually think is pretty cool too. So no, I'm now again, apparently the future yeah. tastes like a raspberry Slurpee and that's good to know. But um, other than that, I think it's, it all sounds pretty fun. So I'm, I'm conflicted on this. I, AI is one of those buzzwords that's driving me nuts because it is such a large multi-meaning term. Yeah. It's like saying blue. There are countless shades of blue and there's countless different AI mechanisms. And, and, you know, what people don't understand, I'm not sure I even understand what's the difference between artificial intelligence or AI and machine learning, all these things. And so to me, you're dumbing down a very complex term just to sell stuff. Now, I, again, to me, that's a trend. And you know how I feel about that. Sometimes you hop on a trend, sometimes you don't. So I don't really have an issue with it, but I think you need to be you need to be careful with throwing AI um, well, into every possible thing. And I think what you, one of the things you said is that Coke's been doing this where they're trying new things and trying to innovate with the different drinks. And I think that's one of the reasons it totally resonates with me because it's consistent Absolutely. what they've already been doing. And so now it's like, rather than just having uh, some folks in a lab come up with a flavor, they're like, Hey, let's try this and do it. So it just, it felt, felt authentic to me. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I what I do love is the can. I love the fact that they use okay. AI to generate the, the graphics on the can. Sure. But I think it's again, you have to be careful. I think we're all getting we're all very close to getting fatigue from sure. uh, the term AI. And to me, it's it's AI. I termed this it's AI marketing overreach. Okay. okay. Not everything is AI, but I do think it's fun. I if I see it, I will buy it to try it. Um, yeah. But uh, very interesting stuff that. And I do, like you said, I like the hybrid approach that we took. Um, we took some feedback of what the future tastes like. Yeah, that's that's kind Whatever. of funny. I don't know. It is. It is. All right, Kirby. Do you have another topic for us? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, because it, it's so funny because I had a couple to choose from like you often do. And because yep. that one I thought was kind of a fun topic, I'll go fun topic. So uh, Swifty Job Draws Ire is the headline. So Gannett, the nation's largest newspaper chain, is making headlines of its own this week because they essentially posted a lyric-laced job posting um, for a reporter that would just cover Taylor Swift. That would be their entire job, the ultimate yep. Swifty dream gig. And uh, so they 
essentially that's their whole job is to to probably go on tour or do you know they're they're writing nothing but taylor swift stuff um right they've even come out after the the popularity of that uh and they're gonna have one for beyonce as well um they have gotten a little bit of pushback on this uh because mm -hmm. they're saying look you know you've you've kind of closed down or, or uh, minimized your workforce and maybe you're not doing sort of the hard-hitting reporting that you, you, people think you should be doing and you have just a Taylor Swift reporter. So yeah. th this is not me trying to draw you off sides because it's not really about just about Taylor Swift. It's about the idea of what do you think of this? Uh, is this a good idea for Gannett to have one reporter just focusing on this or is this irresponsible? Um. I don't think Gannett cares what I think. Whatever I'm about to say, they're just going to shake it off. <laughs> oh, I feel good uh, about that. <laughs> I feel great about that. All right. But to answer your question, I don't think it's irresponsible. Uh, I don't think it's groundbreaking. I think it's kind of myopic. I think it's kind of dumb. Um, I, I, I think it's too much of a silo, right? Mm. I understand having someone writing just about music. Um, I don't understand someone writing about a single celebrity, um, and in this case, Taylor Swift. So I'm just kind of broadening the, the yep. topic a little bit. Um, but that being said, I mean, we are now living in an age where the audience is now catered to sure. in terms of what news organizations think that they want. Right? Mm -hmm. This is not news that we, you need to hear. We now create news we think you want to read and hear. yes yeah i think that's true so i'm not uh I, I don't hate it i don't like it i don't dislike it to me it's like okay to me it's a very short shelf life right mm -hmm. taylor swift is the hottest person on the planet right now in terms of, of tour sales tour merchandise record sales everything she's everywhere you know I, every time and just a quick aside there's only a few other people that have had have lived through what she's living through mm -hmm. elvis comes to mind the beatles mm -hmm. uh, michael jackson um, and, and now Taylor Swift, you know, this, this complete mania around her, I hope she's able to handle it better than either Michael Jackson or Elvis did. You know, yeah. that was why the Beatles, you know, there's a second Beatles reference today. The Beatles were able to handle that kind of mania because there were four of them, right. They were able to keep each other in check a little bit. And sometimes when you're that solo artist, you know, that's a great, that's a great idea. Everything's a great idea and nobody's there yeah. to tell you no. So she seems well adjusted, but uh, I, I don't I don't see the value in this other than if you're a big Taylor Swift fan, then you're probably going to lap it up like, uh, I don't know, like the future, like a cola yeah. from the future. Yeah. So I like it. I like it. And I think it I actually don't think it's that uh, not in a bad way, but I don't think it's that innovative. I, there are no. certainly uh, USA Today probably has a Cleveland Browns reporter. Right. Sure. They have a, you know what I mean? Like it, there are those silos that you were talking about in a lot of other areas, especially sports comes to mind for right. me. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, this actually makes sense. I think from an economic perspective, from a, is it heartbreaking news? No, but that's not the only thing we want. And it's not the, their only responsibility. So I actually kind of like it. It, it makes sense from, I, I think from Gannett's perspective, it makes yeah. a ton of sense. Okay. Yeah. I think from the person wanting the job, it doesn't make a lot of sense. To me, again, your comparison, I would push back on your Cleveland Browns one. Um, you know, there's a little more stability in a team. Now, the people on the team come and go. 
but the team is generally going to be there. It's not sure. going anywhere. So you can have someone be a beat reporter for the Dallas Cowboys for 30 years, the Cleveland Browns, same thing, you know, so on and so forth. I, is Taylor Swift even a thing in two years? Now, she probably will be, but yeah. she might not be. And yeah. you're kind of pigeonholing yourself into one artist as opposed to, again, I to me, I'm a little more broader. I like the whole music approach, you know, someone sure. being a music critic. But again, I don't really have an issue with it. I'm just kind of pushing back because I don't know. I feel like Pepper today. Yeah, I uh, so, yeah, I, I think that I, I like what you're saying and I hear you. However, I think that <laughs> that um, thinking in today's world, especially of if this is a younger reporter thinking like, no. oh, I need this job for 30 years is crazy town. Nobody's doing that anyway. So the yeah. idea of having, hey, I was Gannett's reporter just on Taylor Swift is going to look good on the resume for the next job. So I actually, so, I, I think it doesn't pigeonhole you too bad. So let me push back on your pushback, on my pushback of the other person's pushback. I'm going to push back. The problem is, fine, let's say it last, I agree with you. Nobody stays yeah. in a job for five years, let alone 30, right? Yeah. But so you lo- you, you, you're off the Taylor Swift beat. She's retired, whatever. Yeah. Now you go to look for a job. Well, you only wrote about Taylor Swift. What do you know about bands? You only wrote for an individual artist. So I do think it may, might, might, probably not. I'm probably wrong, but it might limit you. All right. Any last, any final pushback? You're wrong. Probably. <laughs> All right, Kirby, quick, quick one before we're going to picks for PPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP
Mm-hmm. Like, like the idea that, yeah. that McDonald's saying, well, people aren't eating here. You told us not to <laughs> right. for a, with a bunch of different reasons, right? Right. This is all cost savings. To yeah. me, it is the, you know, people who do, do get the 17 refills. I think it even comes down to the fact that when I might get a Coke at a McDonald's, I don't put as much ice in there because I want more of the actual yep. product. And so, I mean, you nickel and dime this stuff over a giant chain like that, it does turn into real dollars. So it, it, I'm sorry. I don't think it's a real inconsistent experience for the crew to watch people fill up <laughs> soda. It doesn't seem like that's a really difficult thing to, to, to police, yeah. but yeah, I agree. Plus I'm going to order a small because I can get as many refills. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's, it, oh, yeah. it's for sure. That, yeah, that's all that's right. Funny. All right. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. Picks for PPEF. Kirby, we both kind of took it on the chin last Oh, week. man. That was the hardest. Um, you picked some tough games. It was good. I did. So you, I, I am, I am in a strong lead of one game. <laughs> um, I had three correct. You had two. So the current total is three to two. Again, to remind everybody, the loser of this, we just picked six games, three college, three pros. At the end of the season, we the loser donates $100 to the Promotional Products Education Foundation. And if you'd like to go ahead and donate, you can do so at ppef.us, I believe. All right. Um, all right. So week two, this is the battle of the unbeatens in college. And it's a battle of the winless teams and the pros, Kirby. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first game is LSU, Louisiana State University, number 14, at unranked Mississippi State, Kirby. Who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you got? I just am thinking there's no way LSU can be as bad as they looked last week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm. I, I may. I may regret this, and it will be the last time I pick LSU if that's the case. But I'm gonna pick okay. LSU. All right. Well, I, I I looked at this game, Kirby, and something's got to give. Both teams are unbeaten. Tough one to call. I'm gonna take the Mississippi State Bulldogs at home. All right, Kirby. This is a real tough one. Weber State, not Weber, Weber State at Utah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Utah on that one. I I think they're going to roll. Yeah, I spent a little time kind of delving into this a little bit. And both teams, like I said earlier, unbeaten. Something absolutely has to give here. I'm going to take the Utah Utes at home with you, Kirby. All right, right, this this is a tough one. Number 11, Tennessee, the Volunteers, Mm. go into Florida. Yep. Who is unranked. They're going to the swamp. Who do you have? Who do you have? Who do you have? Yeah. Florida is a tough place to play, uh, but I like the Vols on this one. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Tennessee. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, and doing a little research, I mean, with both teams being unbeaten, something's got to give here, Kirby. Something absolutely has to give. And I think I'm going to go Gator on this one. I'm going to oh. go for the Florida Gators in the swamp. Okay. And to beat the volunteers. Volunteers are kind of like the Tennessee version of the Aggies. Always highly ranked, always disappoint. All oh, right. Jeez. Let's shots fired. Uh yeah. Sorry, Tennessee, Tim Hill. All <laughs> right. Uh, let's go to the pros. Now, this is the battle of the winless teams. All yeah. of these teams have no victories. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Tennessee Titans here in Nashville. Who do you got? This is another one of those. I picked the Chargers last week. That was a that was a mm-hmm. heartbreaker. Uh, so I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna lean on the Chargers again this week. We'll, we'll okay. see. Yeah. All right. 
yeah, I mean, you know, these teams, some of these teams look so bad last week uh, playing and, and, you know, something's got to give. Somebody's <laughs> got to win a game here. I'm going with the Chargers to beat the Titans. All right, okay. Kirby. Indianapolis Colts at mm-hmm. the Houston Texans down in the Lone Star State. Who do you got? So I hate to do this because, I, I, as you know, I tend to re- root for uh, the Buckeyes who make it into the NFL, mm-hmm. and I'd love to see C.J. Stroud succeed, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I I think the Colts will probably win this one. All right. All right. So, uh, you know, Houston's tough at home. Uh, they do play well in energy stadium okay um but the colt but the colts are hungry something's got to give here kirby so i say <laughs> i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the indianapolis colts to, to pull the upset and you had the colts as well correct colts yes all right last one the new york football giants who looked as bad as any team i've seen in the last 743 seasons against the Arizona Cardinals, who have looked worse than I've seen them in the 648 years of their franchise. Kirby, who do you got? Yeah, this one is strangely difficult to pick because, God, they're both bad. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and it's like whoever loses this, their season is sort of kind of over. Um, and that's weird to say this early in the season. Um, yeah, I'm going to go the Giants win this. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's weird to say that. I think the Jets season pretty much ended about minute four of their game Monday night, that but we'll talk terrible. about that at another time. Yeah, it was, was my Achilles hurt when I watched that. I wanted to ask um, you how you felt. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, these, these are two terrible teams. Obviously, I loved what happened to the Giants. It's a team I wish nothing but failure upon because they're in the NFC East and I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. The Cardinals, they're a perennial just terrible team i mean you talk about they're like the cleveland browns of the nfc they'll never get it right not sorry i know that hurts you on the inside but honestly someone's gonna have to win this game something's got to give kirby unless there's a tie um but i'm gonna go with the gigantes i'm going with the giants the new york football giants all right kirby you know we talked about a lot of great games this weekend there are some good football games but uh we played a game earlier called the Sassy Sage Supplier Statements where people who gave honest Sage ratings in the last week said things like great, reliable, and helpful supplier, so easy to work with, never had an issue. And of course, they're talking about our friends over at Evans. They've got your back. They want to make it as easy as possible to help you do what you need to do and what you do best. And they have your back. So you want to see some of their great merchandise, learn a little bit how they can help you out. Head over to evans-mfg.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, great to have you back uh, in uh, Coshocton. Uh, you might want to head over to McDonald's and get your refill before uh, they, they shut it down in about 2040. 